Amen, church. Um, even as we don't gather together, we are together now here, and I encourage you as we take an offering to give, and there's lots of different ways you can do it. You can go online and do it. At the top corner, there's a giving button. You can mail your check-in. You could drop it off at the office, but you can also give through text, and I encourage you to do that, and there's a number that you can just go to, and it's 77977. If you text that in, you'll be given some instructions on giving. Giving is one of those things that we want to continue to do. We don't want to give in to fear around money. Uh, we still want to believe God's truth and God's mandate that as we walk in generosity, God blesses us, but the blessing of the open heaven comes as we are obedient to the tithe. So we want to continue to tithe, give a tenth, 10% of what we receive back to the Lord. And as we do that, we truly believe we live under the open heaven and that God's protection rests upon us. Today we're going to look at we, the fact that we live in faith for Jesus has all authority in heaven and on earth. And all of us love authority and we love to see people under our authority, but we're not always sure we want to be under authority. You know, in all the years that I've done things, particularly playing sports, I recognized and knew that the head coach had authority, and I knew that if he told me to do something and I wanted to say no, it was fine. I just wouldn't be on the team anymore. So I submitted to the authority of the coach. And you learn over the years that authority is protective. Authority releases power. Authority is a good thing. Misplaced authority is never a good thing. Because bad authority leads to bad things and causes problems, difficulties, and challenges. But I want to be abundantly clear today that that is never the authority of God. Because God is good, he is a loving father, and he has great plans for each one of you. Every one of you, God has plans that are good. In Matthew 28... Jesus says this in verse 18, and we often use these verses that we call the Great Commission as a missional challenge, but we need to look at where it starts. Jesus came and told his disciples, I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth, therefore go, and it goes from there. But we have to start with, I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth. All authority, not some authority, not a little bit of authority, not kind of a hope for authority. Jesus has all authority. Jesus has all authority because of the cross. When Jesus died on the cross, he defeated the power of sin, he defeated the power of death, and in his resurrection, he defeated the power of death because he defeated sin and devil and then death. The final enemy was defeated by Jesus on the cross. And when we look today, we think, man, we are under so many challenges. There's a virus spreading. There's so much fear. And we have to ask the question, does Jesus have authority over fear? Does Jesus have authority over the coronavirus? Does Jesus have authority over the situations that you're facing? And I want to say the answer is yes. Proverbs 21 says, the king's heart is like a stream of water directed by the Lord. He guides it wherever he pleases. Jesus has authority over kings and kingdoms. Psalm 33, the Lord frustrates the plans of the nations and thwarts all their schemes. But the Lord's plans stand firm forever. His intentions can never be shaken. And I want to say the plans and intentions of the Lord in the authority of the Lord are to bring us from death to life and darkness to light and from being lost to being found. 
The authority of God is seen in the cross and it's seen in Jesus and it's seen in the resurrection. It's seen in the return of Christ which is gonna come when everyone's gathered to be back with him again. The authority of God is here for us. So we live in faith for the demons aren't in charge. The Bible tells us that when Satan rebelled against God in heaven, he was thrown out and a third of the angels went with him. So there's lots of demons. We don't know how many, but they're not in charge. In Luke 8, there's a demonized man and, and he's got so many demons, they, he's, they say their name is Legion, so like over 5,000. And, and they're coming and Jesus is there and he says, what's your name? And he's gonna remove them and cast them out because that's what Jesus does. Because he has all authority. And they beg for permission to not be sent into the bottomless pit, into the abyss. They beg for permission to go into a herd of pigs because they know Jesus can send them wherever he wants to send them and do whatever he wants to do. And Jesus, it says, gave them permission. Why? Because the demons aren't in charge. Jesus is in charge. Jesus has authority. We live in faith as we resist the devil because when we resist the devil, he actually has to flee. When we resist him, he has to flee. The Apostle Peter writes it in his first letter this way, stay alert. It's really good to stay alert. When my kids started driving, the big instruction I gave them was stay alert. I said, just, just watch what you're doing. I told him, you, you can't use the radio. I don't want you on the radio. You can adjust the radio when you stop, but you have to stay alert. Now I, I have to tell them, you know, don't text, don't use your phone, don't do those things. Like, stay alert. And, and we stay alert, what? Because we're watching for an enemy. We're watching for an enemy. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. Fear is an evil, nasty spirit. It's a filthy attack on your life from the enemy of our souls, from Satan. It seeks to discourage you. It seeks to attack you. It seeks to cause you to do what? Run. Run. Not to stand firm, but to run. And what we need to do is not run. We need to stand firm. If we stand, it says the devil will flee. It says that he will be the one. Because he's a roaring lion. But we want him to run, not us. The first time I, I was in Africa, we finished up on a short little safari, and uh, I torn my calf muscle in my, my left leg, and so I was limping pretty bad, waiting to get home and get it treated, and ended up in a walking boot and all that stuff. But when we were on the safari, there was lions, and, and, and it's the first time I ever really heard one like in, out in the middle of nowhere roar, and I want to tell you, it was blood-curdling, and it, it caused your heart to stop. And I said to the driver, uh, because there was just a few of us in this Jeep, and I said to him, I said, well, the good news is if we get attacked, you guys will all get away because, you know, I'll be the slowest runner. And he turned around and looked at me and said, you never run in the jungle. And I'm like, oh. He's like, you just stand. I was like, really? That's what Jesus is saying. And I want to say today, as followers of the one with all authority who says, do not fear, rest in my authority. We want to run. Jesus says, take the hill in faith. 
But you know what? Inside of you and me, we want to run. But Jesus says, don't run. I'd rather die in faith than live in fear. And when Jesus says, take the hill, there's no guarantee that we will not die. Even as we, we go to our neighbors and, and we take this card and we drop it off and we say to them, you know, I'd love to, to visit with you and I'd love to help you if you can. Like, you know, if you need some help with something, I can come do it for you. I can bring you some, you know, some, some groceries, pick them up for you, get your mail. I can do all these different things. I can call you. I can pray for you. You know, we, we, we look and think, do I really want to do that or I just want to stay in my house? Do I, do I want to go to Costco and just buy everything that I need or do I want to do, do something for my neighbors who may be in their house because they're sick? We love to talk about the fact that the, the church way back during the plagues would go and bury the dead and care for the sick and it's so great. They're the hands and feet of Jesus and Jesus looks at us today and says, don't run. Part of how we stand is we care for people around us. We love them in the name of Jesus. That doesn't mean you're not going to get sick. But we're going to love people in the name of Jesus. It says in John 10, no one can take my life from me, Jesus says. I sacrifice it voluntarily for I have the authority to lay it down when I want to and also to take it up again. For this is what my Father has commanded. We live in faith because we're stronger God is stronger, and in God there's more strength than there is in the enemy. Jesus had the authority to lay down his life. It was not taken from him. Why? Because God's in charge. And your life is not going to be taken from you. Now, you can be stupid and do some things that are stupid, and, and there's no protection for stupid. But when we do the commands of Jesus and we care for people and God sends us on mission and we say yes and we take the hill because we walk by faith and not by fear, we go with God. And we trust him that he is good and his plans for us will prevail. 1 John 4, 4, but you belong to God, my dear children. You've already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. You're filled with the Holy Spirit. It's a spirit of faith and it's a spirit of power. It's a spirit of love. It's a spirit of discipline, not a spirit of fear and timidity. The spirit that lives in you is greater than the spirit in the world and we're gonna walk by faith and not by sight. We're not gonna give in to fear. When we live in faith, God holds our lives in his loving hands. And no man, no woman, no devil, no demon, nobody's gonna take you out of the loving hands of God. You're in his hands. When you do what he says, every time you say yes, your faith grows. Every time you respond, your faith grows. And, and church, this is the moment for us to rise up and truly be the hands and feet of Jesus. To truly step in under the authority of King Jesus before whom every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is the son of the living God, the savior of the world, the only hope that we have, the only way, the only truth, and the only life, the only salvation is in him. This is our moment to stand up before a watching world that's full of fear and say, no, we live by faith. We want to live by faith. We want to charge in when other people are running away. We want to stand this week, um, we had the privilege to show up a couple times and, and help with handing out food with People's Church. And I'm actually filming this at, at People's Church. 
because we have a partnership with them. They're, they're so gracious to us. And we thank them so much. Pastor Dale and Joni and Pastor Brad and Jana, we are so grateful to them and for Matt and his team. It's awesome. They invite us in because they're not walking by fear either. They're walking by faith. So we're, we're handing out food. And... Um, People are wearing gloves, which is good, but it's kind of a drive-by, and you drop the food off in the car, and it's just awesome, and, and you know, lots of people come, and they're getting food. And people ask me, so you were there, but you weren't wearing a mask. And I'm like, never crossed my mind. Now, we weren't wearing masks because we weren't sick, and we weren't sitting and hanging out with people. You're putting food in a car, right? Other people are like, you shouldn't have been there at all. And I'm like, okay, you don't have to come. But I look and think this is the great moment for us to say that we are under the authority of King Jesus. We have people all around us who long to hear the truth of the gospel. And what we tell them is that God is in charge of everything and he is all powerful and he has all authority and he is a savior, he is a king, he is a healer. That there's power in the name of Jesus to push back the darkness, to bring people from death to life, darkness to light, lost to found. So we're going to rush in. That's what the church does. Now I'm not talking about vulnerable populations that should stay at home. I'm not talking about, you know, small children, compromised immunity systems. I'm not talking about that. Those are the people that those of us that are healthy go and help. The people who are at home and need someone to bring them groceries. That's how we rush in. We pray for people. We care for people. We love people. We can touch them in so many ways beyond physical. If we're willing to walk under the authority of King Jesus and walk by faith and not by fear. Because we don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know. The Apostle James writes it this way, look here, you who say today or tomorrow we're gonna, going to a certain town and we'll stay there a year, we'll do business there and make a profit. How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like a morning fog. It's here a little while, then it's gone. What you ought to say is if the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this or that. Otherwise, you're boasting about your own pretentious plans and all such boasting is evil. You read a verse like that in, in normal situations and you think, well, you know, it doesn't change that fast. How fast has our situation been changing in the last couple of weeks? Right? We really don't know what tomorrow holds. But well, it is day and well, there is light and well, we're invited into the situation, we're going to bring Jesus. When we bring food, we're bringing Jesus. When we bring medicine, we're bringing Jesus. When we bring prayers, we're bringing Jesus. We're bringing Jesus, the one with all authority, into people's lives and situations and giving hope to them and a future and declaring the trueness of who God is. Because when we live in faith, we see that God is overall and we see the power of the cross. It really always comes down to the cross. It really comes down to, to one of those verses that, you know, you sometimes see and, and, you know, and you see John 3, colon 16, and, you know, and you wonder, what does that mean? It's, it's a verse. It's from the Bible, and it's that God loved the world so much that he sent his only son, 
That's Jesus. God loved the world so much he sent his only son so that whoever believes in him, anyone who believes in him, and to believe in him believe, means that we believe that he is God's son and he came into the world to die in our place and pay the penalty for our sin. Because we know everybody sinned, the Bible tells us that, but we know that from our own lives. We all sin, I sin, you sin. We sin. And our sin has separated us from a loving God who has all authority. And in that authority, he says the wages, the penalty for that sin is gonna be death. But the free gift of God is eternal life for everyone who believes. For everyone who believes. So because God loved the world so much, he sent his only son that whoever believes in him believes that message that Jesus, the son of the living God, came to die in your place, pay the penalty and the wages for your sin will not perish, will not have eternal death, but instead will receive eternal life. And God has the authority to make that promise. God has the authority to destroy fear and give us faith. God has the authority for that. And we can choose, yes or no, to walk by that faith and to receive what God has for us. Because Romans 5.8 says God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. It's the salvation of God. It's the free gift of God. So all the authority that happens and all the power of God that comes is for one thing, to point us towards his love for us and point us towards the cross where Jesus died for us. That we can then experience salvation and forgiveness of our sins and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit in us as we've said yes to God in Jesus that moves us from fear to faith. We will not move from fear to faith apart from the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit wants to move in us in that way. We can pray and ask for faith and God will give it. God wants us to be his hands and feet under his authority. God has people he's speaking to you about right now that you should contact and you should show the love of God to. And I'm saying have faith to do that. This morning, you may be here watching in your room with your family, by yourself, I don't know. And there's fear that's gripped your heart. And you need to step into the authority of Jesus. So I'm going to challenge you to do something. I'm challenging you to, to text to 559-284-8592. Just your name. And someone's going to call you and they're going to pray with you. That you're going to submit to the authority of God. It's a choice. We have free will. We can choose yes or no to how we respond to the authority of God. And I'm saying there's an opportunity to say yes to living under the authority of Jesus. Just text your name and someone will pray with you. They'll pray against fear and pray faith over your life. Some of you are watching and you're thinking, no man, I don't even know this Jesus. I'd say three things to you. One, God truly does love you so much that he sent his son Jesus to die for you. And he has the authority to do that, to lay down his life for you, pay the penalty for your sin. Jesus can do that for you. Two, there is sin in your life. It's true, we all know it. And he's come to set you free from sin. And three, you can choose Jesus right now today.
And if that's you, I just want you to, to text to that same number, 559-284-8592. Just text your name, and someone's gonna call you, and they're gonna pray with you and walk you through praying to receive forgiveness for your sins in Jesus. It'll literally be the best decision you've ever made. It'll change everything about your life. The trajectory of your life now and for eternity will be changed. And the power of God will take residence in your life. Your sin will be gone. You'll be set free. You will submit willingly to the authority of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords and resist the authority of the roaring lion that seeks to devour your life and bring death. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you are the savior of the world and thank you that you can lead us into life and into salvation, into hope and into truth. You can defeat fear in our lives and move us into faith because you came, paid the penalty for our sin, died in our place and rose again in power, defeating Satan, defeating death, so I pray that you speak to our hearts right now where we need to move from fear to faith and where we need to take a step into salvation and forgiveness of our sins. Give courage to just send a text message and say, pray for me, that you will do that. Holy Spirit, we're asking you to move and draw people into this moment to respond. And we stand against the lies of the devil and his demons that seek to well up fear even now, and we curse that in Jesus' name, and we proclaim faith, faith to respond. In Jesus' name, amen.